This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. by two girls one ginger hello what was that little look what i don't know are you excited for today yeah i've got some really good stuff planned for this episode he's feeling randy jared literally has nothing planned ever but that's fine because we forced (laughs) you to be part of killing time against against your wall please help i'm sending morse code (laughs) with my eyeballs right now (laughs) he's here for it he loves it yeah how are you doing i'm good we're chilling yes i ran out of clothes so i'm wearing Mats. I love that on you. Thank you. That's a very Are you leaning? See, you have always been very like girly, feminine, feminine, feminine. Like, are you leaning into a little bit of a masculine vibe? No. Um, it's more just no, it's more just (laughs) no, I'm just out of pandemic. There's just nowhere to go. Yeah. Like I used to wear dresses all the time, and I'm working from home mostly now. And it just seems I don't want to beat my nice clothes up by wearing them for no reason. I know. So now I'm leaning into my comfy girl era. Yeah. And I'm preserving the clothes in the vault that I love. Yeah. For when it's time to break them back out. I do love that. Nowhere to go. Nothing to do. That's my end game right there. <laughs> Nowhere to go. Nothing to do. Totally. I mean, I literally live in sweatpants. It's kind of embarrassing. You're killing but, it. There's you nothing know. embarrassing about that. I mean, I, I love it. It's it's where I find my comfort. Um, If you're watching us on Patreon, you see our beautiful faces. If you're not on Patreon, we'd love to have you there. We have so much bonus content. Mm. Number one, video of Killing Time. If you love us shooting the shit and want to see video, full and length props, episodes. Which we integrated last week. Alexis, Alexis is, loves the props. She has just decided we're going to start having some. We're like think, carrot top now. I don't think now. the states could be any higher. Yep. No, I mean, it is it is perfect for video. Very, it's, it's extra bonus value. I have the crow whistle with me again if we need to break it back. I don't out. think we need it again. Okay. I do like the crow whistle, but um <laughs> you were good at it. I you think. were pretty good well, at it. I had it. to learn. I learned in front of everybody. I know. Also, fun. we have weekly bonus episodes, one episode a week, full length true crime episodes. And anytime we do a multi-parter, you're gonna get it on Patreon all at once. Not yeah. to mention a little little uh, one-on-one interaction. You can send a message, maybe get a little response. Oh yeah. Yeah. access and to the hosts. I do think Something that we've been doing on Patreon is taking listener sub- submissions oh, yeah, for yeah, cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you want to hear a case, if you have a case you've been obsessed with or like a case from your hometown that Obscure there's not a little, little information about, we 
We will do it. We will do that for you. We will do it. And we have a backlog of more than 50 episodes, each a true crime case, um, there for the binging, should that be your thing. Yeah. And yeah, we put a lot of work into these weekly episodes that we're doing. They're not like a 20-minute episode. They're like an hour-long episode, a deep dive into a true crime case. You know, I, I just, if you're into first degree, you will love Patreon. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the day today? Yes. Today is June 29th. A lot of things happened today. Uh-oh. 1915. Juicy fruit chewing gum was trademark registered. Wow. Yeah. 1915. Over 100 years ago. Damn. I know. It's been a long time for juicy fruit. Not my favorite. Not I my like favorite. A, I like it. Whoa. <laughs> I like a cinnamon or a menthol. You like a cinnamon? I just don't like fruity. I no. like mints. I like flor. I like spearmint, regular mint. It's like a fruity toothpaste really throws me off. An orange is the worst. I like something Aqua that's- Aquafresh does an orange and I need, it's not ew. my thing. I need something that's so minty that it hurts to inhale. Yes. Yeah, I need it. And they've been doing this alcohol-free mouthwash. That's not going to work for me. That's I need not the it. alcohol in there. I need I it to burn. What is life without pain? I know. Mm. I love the pain. I love the pain. So it only works if it's painful. Yep. Agreed. That's that's what I believe. <laughs> okay, 1944, Gary Busey was born. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I hope the whole episode's about Gary Busey. No, it's please. Not. It should oh shit. No, it's not. Please, that's please, all I got. Please. Gary Busey was born. I love him. 1944. He's got the, a, quite a mouth on him. Do you remember the VH1 show? Got quite I'm, the chompers. Quite a chomp. He's got those teeth, those big old teeth. He's in um, uh, Black Sheep. His character in Black Sheep. His his teeth are so fucking large. Gary Busey is a wild boy. Yeah, he's yeah. a wild boy. And as a wild boy myself, I love him. Yeah. I hope he's not problematic. I don't know if he is or not. Everyone is a little bit deep down. But I, I don't know. I, I do think I heard about this in passing and I'm not sure the in like I don't know the whole scope of it or if it's what happened or not. But I think I I think he was in some sort of crash motorcycle or car or something. Recently? I don't think, no, I I don't think he was wearing a helmet. And I think did he survive? He did. But I think that it, it was maybe, challenging. Yeah. I, I Following the accident. I don't know. I don't know. But I will say mm, half facts. Uh, welcome to the half facts <laughs> podcast. We do not know anything that we're talking about. No, we actually do, but because we riff, sometimes it's like I heard Gary Busey got in an accident. I, and like we haven't prepared for he your literally impromptu. heard down the grapevine. Who fucking we haven't knows? prepared for that question? Anything no. we know we're talking about, we research. The but only thing that comes up, and the only thing you need to know, and I know this is a real one hundred percent fact, is he's on cameo. So yeah, so if, he's fine. So if you're feeling crazy, uh, how much does a cameo cost? It's like three hundred bucks. Really? I mean, I guess that's on. I think that's a good value. Wait. That's another half fact. I don't know how much it costs. Jared. <laughs> oh, Spreading my. lies and propaganda. Busey propaganda. Shit. <sighs> Gary Busey. Cameo. I'm going to say it's between $200 and $400. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would pay. I think that's pretty valid. He, you know what? He was in some fantastic movies, too. So, but you know. $395. There you go. $395. Wow. That's- even you were like, that was low. I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay three ninety five. That is actually kind of crazy. Four hundred dollars. Anyway, I I mean I would charge that much for me because I'm like to get ready to put makeup on. Come on. Do you know how many times cameos tried to get me on there? Do you know how 
the owner of Cameo messaged me on Instagram. He's like, join my Cameo. I was like, no. But do you, like, how I don't want to embarrass myself. How many owners are there? I've gotten so many messages from so many different It's owners. probably the same one. That's probably, they found me through you. I, yeah, probably. Why would I do that when I could go on OnlyFans? That's right. <laughs> so on feet pics. I got to do that still. Okay. 1975, Steve Wozniak tested his first prototype of the Apple One computer. The Woz. The Woz. Love the Woz, dude. I know. And then in 19... Nope. In 2007, <laughs> the first generation iPhone was released by Apple. So that's kind of crazy on the same day. Mm. First prototype of the Apple One and the first generation it's iPhone. It's almost like they did it on purpose. Oh, yes. Mm. You would think so. I think there was uh, some similarities in the presentation uh, when they announced I'm it. I'm sure oh, really? they did it on purpose. Yeah. It's like the new the new generation yeah, of technology. Yeah, wasn't it like the hello message? I, I don't know. I, yeah. could be, I could have them totally mixed up. That Maybe. might have been a, that, I think that might be more Steve Jobs marketing in for the, the hello like hello moto. Not hello moto. No, it's like when you like it's like hello period. Yeah, so I but I think that was a Steve Jobs thing. Apple Either way, it's still a crazy coincidence because rest. those two things both were very impactful in our yeah. society. Did Steve Woz were they together from the beginning? Wozniak and Jobs? Well, I mean they were their partnership was kind of the inception of Apple as oh. we know it today. I don't know why it said Steve Wozniak tested his first prototype. There was no mention of Well, I mean he was the He's, he's the, the brains. brains. If you were to really boil it down, he's he was the brains and, and Steve Jobs was the face. Business. Well, yeah, but both. Yeah, equally savvy, but in a couple different, different ways. ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta find somebody that fills in the blanks that you don't fill. You know? That's what we do. Yeah, I have no brain. Alexis is the brain. You have all the brain. You're like the Sometimes. Chris Jenner genius that I'm drives. I'm savvy. You're an, an intellectual. Yeah, I can research. I think you're you can research too. I think no, you but neither a... of us are that intellectual. Yeah, we're kind of faking it. I think you might be a genius. <laughs> no, I no. really appreciate that. She just really has her lane that she's really no, good in. Like the way, <laughs> I would never repeat this. Um, I think Jack would say that I have grit. <laughs> and not, yeah, yeah. and that's what pushes me forward. A true bulldozer. Well, no, it literally is. It was the episode that we did about the Oregon Trail that you're like, if all of my limbs I were cut I off, live. I she would live out of spite. You're fueled by vengeance. She's fueled by vengeance. <laughs> I just think I would outlive both of you. No, because I don't have vengeance. Because I've never been, I, I been, just been have wrong. Grit and like determination yeah. and a lot of things to prove. Yeah, yes. Because yeah, 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 yeah. my mom, if we were missing, she'd be like. Alexis is definitely dead. <laughs> so I'd have to you be have like to prove that wrong. Claw yeah. with my like my rotten body parts from cholera. Like I'd have to crawl through the desert to prove that my mom to prove to her that I made it. And I had a good childhood. So, so you're like, I'm okay to die. And I'm okay with it. My parents would be looking for it's me. Immediately. A good ride. Yeah, and you'd yeah. be like, you'd be but you'd also be like, I can die happy because I don't need any more validation. I've yeah, had I've had it. And I'd be like, need. <laughs> Oh. Need to be validated. Ah, oh, yes, the things that fuel us. Feels good. Okay, so the little <laughs> mini tiny deep dive that we're doing is in 1997, Burger King launched a humorous advertising campaign known as the Subservient Subservient Chicken. What? Yes. Aren't they all subservient? The campaign featured a website where visitors can control a person in a chicken costume through their commands. The chicken would perform a range of entertaining actions responding to various prompts. Such Is it as real dancing, or digital? Exercising or even playing dead. The subservient chicken became viral, a viral sensation in 1997. A viral sensation is interesting because what does that mean? And garnered widespread attention, showcasing the playful and creative side of advertising. I've never heard of this. Was it on the internet? 
allegedly. But in 97, so like, I don't know what internet you're on. Are you Googling? Are we in dancing baby internet times? Like, I'm going to have a hard time with the demarcations between. Do we have internet. a live video that's responding to your prompts? Because I got to be honest, back oh, then, yeah, even that. loading a photo was problematic. Yeah. Burger King. Maybe if you had like a T1 connection, you were one of those. You were like the rich family on the block with like the buried like cable lines. No, I had that like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There we go. Looks like it's a. Uh... Is it like a? Is it like Dancing Baby? Chicken. Yeah, we're the people who built subservient chicken. But how did the most famous bird in the history of the internet come into being? Oh, this well, guy's just talking about it. All so right. it's so it looks like it was a real person in a chicken costume in like who a got, who received basement. prompts, who received prompts and would just do what the prompts. It, said. it seems like the prompts came in, they filmed the video, then released the video. I don't think this was all happening like a Twitch. Live. It wasn't a live. Stream. It, no. it wasn't banned in a bubble. Yeah, <laughs> banned in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. Um, that could go wrong so easily. Yes, you know, surprised it didn't. I don't like the the uh, like captive mascot like branding Five. well it's especially the me. room he's in we'll like post this on our instagram but like it's not it's a basement luxurious kind of looks creepy. like a comfort inn or something from like the 90s or like you know like the horror house or something mm. um anyways so that is your june 29th uh little summary love that um we're gonna get into something different for true crime rewind because like nothing was really tickling my fancy from the day i searched far and wide and like nothing was worth doing a big deep dive into so we're gonna go rogue i love rogue that. But before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On The Stand. It's another On The Stand. Every week, we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We love it. We hate it. We talk about it. We bitch about it. We love it. I don't know what we're even doing. I don't know what we're doing. What do you mean? In life? Like in general? In general. Yeah. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to Instagram. Yeah. And, and you, you know what? If you have something that you want to bring to the stand, there's a phone number that you can call. Mm. And I'll What's tell you the that phone number, number Jared? 818-446-6889. Call that number. Call and that number. Call calls. that number for the worsty firsties. Worsty firsty. Call us for anything. And to be fair, like almost every single submission that we get hits the mark. Everything's like, so good. They're usually Everything better does. than ours. Yeah. So just keep them coming. They're really good. I Absolutely. know. Because I feel like our listeners are still in like the Seinfeld minutia of like the the everyday grinding of the gears. I feel like if that lightning bolt hits you and you're like, oh shit, I got to call in on this. Like it's going to be good. And it, more often than not, actually pretty much 100% of the time, they are really good. So Love that. We'd love to hear them. Yeah. Should we listen to the listener first? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Good morning, two girls, one ginger. I love you guys. What I am putting on the stand today, I take this very personally, and I feel like I deal with it a lot, but it's going up to a bar and not knowing what you want to order. And this kind of pisses me off because I feel like I have my drink order. I'm a wine girl. If not, I'll have my dirty martini. But whatever it is, let's say a place does not have something to drink, I know what I'm ordering. But when someone goes up to a bartender and literally has no fucking clue what they're about to order, bro, move. Go, like, think about this somewhere else, but not at the bar. I've been a bartender. This is annoying as well. Get your shit together and just go. Like, you have plenty of options. Look at it before. Don't stand there. We're all trying to get our drink in. But that's it. 
You guys are amazing. Love you guys. Thank you. I identify with this big time because I have like three drinks that I order. Yeah. What's and that? It, it just depends. So there's 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 one big factor, which is time of day. So mm. are we at brunch or like early in the day? It's a bloody Espresso Mary. Espresso martini. It's a bloody Mary. Okay. Like, am I hungover? Is it early? Or am I trying I mean, to just get back reflux, to good? Though. I don't care. I know. But I ignore so my good. body. They are tasty. Ignore, <laughs> I ignore my body. Ignore your body and get a. And Jared has zero body I could, awareness. I've done okay. it where I've gotten multiple Bloody Marys like in a row. I'll just okay. like slam a bunch of tomatoes. They juice. are delicious. They're um, so good. I love them so much. I for years was like no, and then yes, one day I suddenly. had one and I was like, this is the thing for me. Yeah. And then it, everything changed. And then they're delicious. And then so I've been I kind of cut beer out like a lot lately, but midday to like. Evening, like depending on where the night's headed, a dirty, dirty martini. I love. I love the salty brininess Filthy. of it. Something about me just loves a savory drink, apparently, because he just loves drying up his insides while he's consuming alcohol. Too much salt. I I've stopped with the dirty, dirty martinis. I've done like just regular dirty martini mm. because I'm just like too salty. I tell him I swampy. The next day, I feel like. I feel like one of those gloves, those plastic gloves, a latex glove filled with water. <laughs> I feel like my whole body looks like that. And also from a piece of beef jerky. You feel like yeah. you just spent all night eating sand. And then my face, all yeah. the moisture from my face got sucked out. You yeah. fill up my water balloon body. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like my dry face, moist insides. But not to be fair, I'm out there drinking poison either way. So like, let me have fun with it. You know, Honestly, that's, what I, that's how I look at we it. We dealt with this this weekend. It was like we had been drinking kind of all day. And they got to the point where it's like, should we go home now? Or should we like keep going? And I'm like, I'm going to feel like fucking garbage tomorrow. I might no as well send what. it. I might as well send it. Send it. Who goes, I'm not going to feel good. Cue the fireball We're shot. We're all going to die one day. Yes. And then the fireball the shot. The fireball shot is the defining moment of every night that I've ever had. Where it's like when the option shows up and that fucking cinnamon shot shows its ugly head. I love fireball. You know, I know. It's the best. We always... In our friendship group, someone always has a hidden one in their freezer. Yeah. Yep. And well, it is the best. We are going to bring it to France for oh, my wedding. Of course we are. We but are you either know. smuggling it or... You know in that moment. let us bring it legally. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, by sm- I mean putting it in our suitcase. Yeah, when we say smuggle, we mean carry <laughs> legally. But I mean like in that moment, you know like I'm either going to send it and pay right now or I'm going to retire early and like that's the end of my night. Like when the fireball oh. shot shows up, that's the great defining. Okay, get back to the point. So... Those are my three things. That's what I'm saying. If it, it just depends on what's on the on... stand. <laughs> oh, knowing what you're going to order from the bar. I think she's 100 percent correct. Yeah, no, she is correct. She's prosecuting, not knowing, and yeah. I think those peeps are guilty, and she's perfect for sure. I this is one of my biggest pet peeves in the entire world, especially if you're in a long line, even at Starbucks. It's like you're in this long line for anything. You have so much time to look at a menu. Like this is what the line waiting is for. But then when you get up to the front. Every time it happens, then I'm like, why is everybody taking so fucking long? Watch when I get to the front of the line. It's going to be so fast. Get us together, it people. Immediate in and out. I pay so fast because it's like, I know what I'm doing. I'm trying to be speedy. And this is why in a million words, I was just trying to say, have a personal playbook. So when yeah. you show up, you're like, it's this, whatever the thing is for you, you're like, this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. 100%. So I agree. Love that. It's so guilty. It's guilty. Mm, big pet peeve. So guilty. Um, do you want to go first? I'll go first today. There you go. All right. This is very pertinent to something that Jack and I have just done. I'm putting marriage licenses on the stand. Oh, you need this one. Day. You definitely need one. You need a marriage <laughs> license. Um, it's kind of interesting though the way that they, the way they set this up because in California, I know it's it's probably different everywhere, but and. 
talking to your parents, it used to be, you used to have, did you know this? You used to have to get your blood drawn for this. What? I don't know the reason. You just had to. Anyways, we didn't have to do that. We went in and you go to like, the way that it worked for us was we go to like a government building. It's like the county recorder or whatever it is. You're basically at the DMV. Uh So you get a license and then you have 90 days from the grant of the license to then officiate and and, will consummate. Would I think that's when you have sex? No, after you. not necessarily. Well, it's the ceremony. <laughs> but I think, I think for consummate us, consummate has different meanings. I think for different people. For us, the consummation window is a lot shorter. Like pretty much immediately. Like, we're gonna have sex right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right right after. Like, so should we have sex in the car? <laughs> but like we're doing like a non-traditional thing where you consummate every step of the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, totally. No, so anyways, we go in and it's like. It, you know, it's like a it's a government building, so you go in. It's it's pretty sterile, super so, sterile. Some people do choose to have their um, license and their like ceremony right then and there. Which, given how difficult it is to plan a wedding and watch watching what Jack's been through for the whole thing, I was, while we were in there, I was like, "Damn, this looks kind of nice." Oh my god, it was actually really cute because I was just in sweatpants and like a sweatshirt, hair pulled back, no makeup, and we're going to like you know get the paperwork done. And we saw a couple people, like the girls were in their white dresses, their makeup were done. Like it was really fucking cute. Yeah. And I, we were walking out and I was like, shit, I wonder if like we should have like really gone for eh. it. But we're doing no. France. It's going to be a and whole you thing. you guys are doing your courthouse wedding yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, we're doing far too much, but, but I, I want to. But the you reason. You have to. When I get married. I'm like, this is my only time. If I'm I ever doing do. It. Exactly. I'm like, I'm doing engagement party. I'm doing yeah. bridal. Sh- I'm doing literally everything. Yeah. Because like when. When else are you going to do it? God hoping it's the only time. <laughs> Exactly. The, the reason I the reason I have this on the stand today is because the process is a, it, it's not that difficult, but it is a little bit like two step when it doesn't need to be. And I think it would be so much easier if it was just like a federal thing where like the day like you just have one day where you just go get the paper, it's done, you're done, it's over, you're married. Like they don't make it, just it seems that easy. easier. No, they want you, know? you to jump through the hoops. But there's other elements that can be introduced when you're like in this process. And so for Jack and I, just a like funny story about it was we're at the window and they're like going over it and making sure everything's correct. So we're like almost about to finalize and get our, our license. Which by the way, number one, you need to put like your parents names on it. You do. And Jared's mom's middle name spelled wrong from birth. My spelled grandma spelled wrong it wrong on her birth certificate. It's Clarice, but it's spelled like, Clarice, C L A R A I C E. So my grandma had spelled it wrong, but we're at but the window. Is it wrong if it was her choice? No, I mean I think she, she asked it different. I it's, think she misspelled it. Clarice, the I would be in the first half of the name. It's in the back half. Claire, C L A R I C E. Yeah, I see. And it's, it, it's, it's opposite. It's, sorry, the A is on the best. So C L A R A I C E. Whatever. It was just a funny tidbit. There Anyways. was a there was a clerical error. Anyways. Finish all that. We're about to get the license. The duality of the situation was crazy because right next to us, there's another window. You're at like a, you know, like a pained like window. Like a DMV window. Yeah. And right next to us is a couple getting a divorce. So they're divorcing and it's we so are fun. getting- Are they the- amicable? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said, yeah. And Jack's like, eh. She well, goes- like, eh. So basically it was like an older, they're probably in their 60s. Yeah. And the wife was there by herself and she's kind of just like waiting and waiting and waiting. And the person at the window is like, so where's your husband? She's like, he's still trying to park right now. So it's like, ask me why we're getting divorced. Yeah. I literally go to Jared. I was like, 
seems like the reason why they're getting divorced. And like he finally comes like running in, like huffing and puffing. He's like, he's like, sorry. I want this divorce too. Yeah. He's like, don't please, please, like, like, please, please let me so have it. Yeah. But it was just so funny because we we're like, and the people in back of us that came in as we were leaving were also getting married. They're so happy. It and the girls three... like, congratulations. I was like, I'm in sweatpants. The dichotomy is fascinating. Yeah. It was really funny because like right next door and like all that's separating you is like a pane of COVID glass, basically. Yeah. And I I, I was going to say, not, I was going to say it was guilty. The marriage license itself was guilty because it it's, feels like an extra step. But after going through that process, I'm saying not guilty because it was a really cool perspective to be like, we were in the middle of this tier of three people where it was like, divorce and then us who were just kind of there because it was like a formality and because then it was you're someone... doing it overseas yeah yeah so i don't know and then I ca- people who are doing it there yeah and this is something they're really excited yeah about. it's like you see the excitement the nothingness of us and then like the the fucking pissed offness of the <laughs> yeah. people getting divorced so i i ended up having we ended up having a good time so i'm saying not, i'm saying not guilty. not guilty it was it was an experience for i love sure. that yeah it yeah. was fun i loved it yeah me too um i'll go next Okay, so we are actually chatting about this right before we started recording that we are all watching the show from. Now, mm-hmm. I highly recommend this show to everybody out there. So it's on MGM Plus, but it's you get the first Hulu. season free. Oh, Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime. And then you have to pay for the second, I think, through MGM. Whatever. But it's by the people that did Lost. So it's very Losty. I have been waiting for a show like this for so long because I love mystery. I love theorizing. I love going on the subreddits and like seeing what the fuck is going on. The show is amazing. And like every episode is just like they give you a little something, but they take something away and you're like always guessing. But what I am putting on the stand is the acting in the show is not the best. So I we're relying it. on the plot to I love carry it. The mystique, There's the mystery. A, who's What's the bad keeping actor you there? in that show? Uh, like, well, I think the whole main family are pretty bad actors. Well, they don't the, explain why the wife is from a different country. I don't think yes. she's supposed to be. I don't think she's supposed to have a full accent. She I does. Think it's just kind of coming. But out. that's the thing. It's like, but maybe she's from Brazil, and like in before they got to this place, but they never explain that because I'm like, yeah. she is from a different country than her husband. Yeah. So, which is fine. Just give me some backstory. Give me some backstory. We don't want to spoil anything today. No, we literally can't. Seem American, and then the acting's very bad. (laughs) If that's the case, I just think she's not a a great actor at all. But what I'm putting on the stand is like a show that has a great fucking plot, but bad acting. Because this has been like a point of contention. We've talked about it with some of our other friends about the show specifically and some other shows like that. Where I'm like, I can get past the bad acting if the plot is good. Like the plot of the show is great it's like the perfect show for me i can get past some of like to be fair that's how lost was that's how dexter was like yeah if you go back to those shows the plot itself is so great dexter is good and also the acting is good the I acting love dexter. is not good on dexter. i, I love dexter who's a bad actor on Bex- dexter Dude. i love dexter dexter no, he's the best part of the Michael C. Hall. Is Everyone an incredible is actor. good on dexter uh the the hard the disagree no the male latino detective Who's yes. like who's wears a hat and has a list? <laughs> I he's forget not his name. Great. He's got the, like the fedoras. He's like ducks, man. You know he comes up in see in the ne- the new season. Um, I didn't think Deb was great. I didn't. I think, think Deb's amazing. Really? You know, they were together in real life till they broke up. I didn't no, know what? that. Yeah, She's we have a brother. That, I think. Um, no, she wasn't dating her brother. She was. He's her brother on the that, show. But they were husband and wife yeah. before oh, that. She's married to her brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> problematic. Uh, um. No, I I mean I don't really remember Dexter enough to remember how but, good the acting was. But, but I see where you, I see where you're at with that because it's we watch it every night and I'm like 
Jared's like, oh, this acting sucks. And I'm like, shut the fuck I up. I love Dexter's acting. The show's I got- never noticed no, that. No, I'm talking about From. I like From's acting too. It's over the top, but like imagine if a bunch of fucking things are trying to eat you. That's true. There's just moments scary. where it's like, It is scary. Uh, it is scary. scary. But anyways, I mean, if we're putting From on the stand, not guilty, great show for anybody that needs like, that needs that. Anybody that fucking watched Lost and you're like, I fucking want Lost again. It's definitely nowhere near as good as Lost, but it fills a little bit of the void. I would I'm argue telling that you, the I one argue... after that, Outer Range. That's the one I was telling okay. you about uh, with James Brolin, Imogen Poots, Poots, and a bunch of other amazing actors. It's the craziest show. It's Josh. It's, it's Josh. neck and neck with. <laughs> what did she say? Josh Brolin. Sorry, go ahead. Is it James or Josh? Josh. Josh Brolin. The handsome one. I was like, who's James Brolin? He's someone not okay. So this is from a friends episode. Harry Winkler. Phoebe says (laughs) says she's sleeping with James Brolin, and everyone thinks it's Josh Brolin, and then it's like some troll. Oh, see, I'm lucky because but I got confused. But it's Josh. Yeah, yeah, it's Josh Brolin Brolin and Imogen Poots. um, Thanos. And everyone's it's it's an amazing show. Okay, that's the one you guys need to see. Look at that. All right. Well, I'm putting bad acting, good show, not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Keep me engaged. Let's have some fun. All right, Lex. Okay. Um, this is a very broad one. I'm going with all proteins mm. should have cheese on it. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Like, I think a uh, steak should have like a gorgonzola crumble. I think a mm. uh, chicken fillet should have like a cheddar crumble. Yeah. Like, no, we've t- we've talked about the chicken sandwich and whether there be- should be cheese on it, which but I, I think, always say. I yes. don't even think an egg should be without cheese. And I made this known. Yeah. We went to Jack's ha- parents' house for her birthday and <laughs> she told me about this legendary sandwich her mom does. I was like, that sounds incredible, but like, can we put cheese on it? Yeah. Because otherwise. And honestly, it was better with I'm cheese. a cheese addict. Yes. yes. I think that's my thing. Oh. So I'm saying there cannot be a protein without cheese. I need a burger patty with cheese. I need a chicken patty with cheese. I need a tuna sandwich, arguably, a, a slice of Swiss. No, I like this a you lot. You can have a tuna sandwich without cheese. A tuna melt. That's yeah, I'm just saying, like, good. I just can't, I struggle to have a protein without a cheese. I like this a lot. I feel like if you're... Unless we're doing a raw bar and we're doing crab legs and shrimp, that's different. We um, don't do, we don't, we... Seafood doesn't really You exclude seafood, seafood from a Except cheese. Except for a fish fillet. Yes, a fish fillet You want is, cheese with fish fillet? The fish fillet the, comes the with The McFish. Mm. It literally comes with cheese. Really? But a salmon fillet should not have cheese on it. I will say... <laughs> I don't really cheese my fish, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm out on the fillet. I mean, maybe, though. I'm Honestly, just saying, proteins I, generally should have cheese proteins. or I'm not going to eat it. Except lamb. You don't really put cheese on lamb either. Let's I don't think say I land-based lamb. protein. I like this. I honestly, I bet if you put fish on a cheese, it's good. Fish on a cheese, yeah. huh? Or I mean, cheese, cheese on, on a fish. fish. Cheese on a fish, fish on cheese. If you put a fish on a cheese, it's also good. That's I li- fine. I'm I like this it because... Add cheese to stuff. It's no disrespect yes. to our vegan and vegetarian friends. It's like if you're already eating the protein, double down. Let's double down. Let's get that cheese on there. Let's okay. get I'm that sorry, extra layer of fun. You cannot make a vegan cheese that is good in any way. I shape, will or say form. vegan cheese is very gooey, but it's just not the same. It's not good. It's the gooiness that scares me. I've had good vegan cheese, but it's just not. It, it's good. It's just not as good as re- real cheese. The yeah. best. The best thing I've ever had that was vegan was made by Matt. No, Matt's it really was good. Whatever that ground beef stuff. There's no cheese on it. It can only get so good. No, dude, this vegan. this stuff because he left a bowl of it. And at his our enchiladas place. are good. No, Matt is a great cook. He's just um, there's no cheese. Still on vegan. It. 
Yeah. Matt, if you're listening, we send love me. You. As soon, no, Matt, as soon as you hear this, cheese. please send me the recipe. And like, for I want to add shrimp. I love what it does. I'm like, I want to add shrimp to what you just cooked. Yeah. Or just like a or a handful of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's delicious, and I do. That's how we work. All right. Well, when we come back, it is time for something new. Woo. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Stodd, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, we've done this once before, but I wanted to do a little Reddit search and we're going deep into Am I the Asshole subreddit. Love this. Mm. Which I love. Me too. Jared, do you want to read these? I'd love to. I feel like a dramatic reading from you would be pretty good. We've got two of them. 
And they're two pretty good Am I the Assholes that I feel like we could weigh in on. So I'd like you to do a dramatic reading. Bold of you to assume that I can read. Which, by the way, Am I the Asshole subreddit is huge. And it's such a good read. It's people writing in. They went through like a situation and they're like, was I the asshole in this situation or was it the other person? And then everybody wait. It's like on the stand. Everybody weighs in and is like, you're the asshole, not the asshole, whatever. All right, here we go. Okay. Am I the asshole for bringing my sister-in-law's wallet to the restaurant when she conveniently always forgets it? Mm. That's funny. My mm-hmm. 28-year-old sister-in-law, in air quotes, Amy, <laughs> always come. Oh, sorry. Whatever. This doesn't matter. She always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of a hotel and always wants to go to expensive restaurants. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or Mm-mm-mm. has some other sort of excuse as to why that she can't pay her share. I could never do something like that. No. She has implied that since I make more, much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. Gross. I do make a fair amount of money, but not so much that I can treat someone every time they come into town. Probably can if you make a fair amount of money, but whatever. Probably can, but also she shouldn't do this. None this is a weird expectation. In the past... I have just paid the bill and asked her to pay me back. She never has. I'm going to stop right here really quick. You got to get the Venmo with with before you leave. Because if you don't, it's not coming. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> she had made but a reservation. Some people refuse Venmos and they just ignore them forever. That's so, That's some true. people are like, I don't have it. I'm like, well, you, sh- you need to get it. Get it. She had, <laughs> get it. She had made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night. And before we left, I made it clear that I wouldn't be paying her bill. Yeah. Which is a bold ba- move. Boundaries. I love it. This is where I might be the asshole, and I'll admit I got this move straight from an episode of Two and a Half Men. Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen, guaranteed. (laughs) That's questionable. Guaranteed. As we were leaving, her and my husband went to the car. I pretended I forgot something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on top of her suitcase. I put it in my purse, and we went to the restaurant. When we were done eating, I asked for separate bills. She said, no, we need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached in my purse and said, this wallet? Ooh. She was extremely furious. She said that I should not have touched or grabbed her wallet. So am I the asshole? No. Dude, this story is crazy. No, you're not. If you do bullshit. You you knew that it would be awkward, but you were doing it to make a point. So no, you're not the asshole because you're doing exactly what you intended to do. Yep. She responded exactly the way you expected. She was defensive, but like how many, I've never forgotten my wallet ever once. Yeah. Well, it's like the audacity. It's so to crazy. To think other people will cover for you is bizarre. But, and then you are the one that's like, we need to go to this restaurant. It would be one thing if it's like, yes. I'm down for whatever. Or like, and they're like treating you because you are in town and you're hosting them or whatever. Yeah. But like, she comes into town knowing that she can be like, I want to go to Carbone and then I know that you're going to pay for it. Yeah. But I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to leave my wallet at home on purpose. So I can't chip in. But like that's such a gross thing to do over and over. It's gross to do once. So there's 0% chance this person's the asshole. Yeah. Because if this has happened more than once, I would have, I'd be driven to something like that, to be honest. If this was a person like in my family, we're all staying in the same sort of. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, and by the way, I don't even think you said this in that post. But so this is her sister-in-law. So she's her husband's sister she said that she doesn't expect the husband to ever pay she expects her to pay this the sister she expects the wife to pay even though it's the sister-in-law like she doesn't expect her brother to pay but it's her responsibility to pay for her so it's like yeah what in the yeah it says no not my husband should pay but me specifically 
It's just so wild to me. No, I'd be like, here's your wallet, sweetie. Why don't you get me since I keep getting you? When you treat people differently based on how much they make, whether it's more or less than you. Is it because she makes more money? Yeah. Yeah, she makes a good amount of money. Fuck that. I know. Then don't you come can't to the just dinner. expect, and you should or, always offer. Or what you should do is be like early on. I can't pay for this, guys. So if you guys want to come here, yeah, uh, are if, you guys but, cool with getting me? But because if you're I can't. suggesting it, like, but that's what's even more fucked yeah. up. Because like, I'm sorry if one of my friends was like, "Hey, I can't afford that," but if it's where you guys want to go, I'd be like, "Then I got you." Yeah, and that's a decision you make early. Did, well, it, maybe there was like a she missed like setting up a boundary in the beginning yeah. and then it got to a point where it was just like too far gone that it's like now you can't set up this boundary now because yeah. she's done this and taken advantage of you so many times this person who did the surprise attack with the wallet is not the asshole because oh fuck because no. because if you, you do, were driven if there. you do bullshitty things and you do them repeatedly to family it's they can call you on your well bullshit. your sister seems That's like a, or your sister-in-law seems like a bad person yeah well in the words of James Kennedy from Vanderpump, mm. if you do outrageous shit, expect an outrageous response. Ah, mic yes. drops. Where it's like, yeah, that was really bold of her to grab your wallet and bring it. But like, it's kind of outrageous to keep expecting her to pay for well, it. Well, it's disgusting. Yeah. That's just like- well, that- it's, it's advantage taking. It's all the things. Yeah, it's gross. Like that's, you're not a good yeah. friend. You're not a good sister-in-law. Like you're not a great person in Agreed. my perspective. You're a worm with a mustache. Worm with a mustache worm with and a mustache. James Kennedy. Okay, do the next one. All right. Am I the asshole for wearing a wedding dress at a wedding? Mm-hmm. Depends. I think we need some context here. Let's get into it. So my friend- a 20-year-old female and I, a 19-year-old male, have been friends for a few years, and she recently got engaged. A week ago, I got a DM from her for a small costume party she was hosting as a celebration for her getting engaged. I asked if there was a theme, and she said there wasn't. I'm a cosplayer, so I had a lot of choices. Love that. Love that. You got a closet full of costumes. Yeah. I didn't want to rock up in an anime cosplay, so I thought it would be funny to go to an engagement party as the corpse bride. I think that's funny. I arrived at her house yesterday and everything seemed normal. A few people complimented my costume and I was having a lot of fun. After 10 minutes, my friend's fiance walked in in a black tuxedo and announced this was actually their wedding. Well, this information is new. Yeah. Apparently, my friend saw a video of someone doing this and wanted to do the same. He asked all of us to go to the backyard and the ceremony began. I went straight to him. I asked him if I should quickly go home and change my outfit, a kind thing to do, and that I would get back before it started. He told me that it was fine since I didn't know this was going to happen. I trusted him and followed everybody outside. They got married and everything seemed fine. The reception was just in their house again, so everybody walked back inside and picked up where they left off. We all had a blast. I got home and half an hour passed before my phone started getting notifications. I checked, and it was my friend texting me, cussing me out, telling me how I ruined her wedding. I was really confused and asked what I did. That only made her more angry. She told me it was basic knowledge not to wear a wedding dress to a wedding. Insane. I reminded her I had no idea it was a wedding <laughs> and that I asked her now husband if I should change, and he said it was fine. She didn't respond, but I got a text from her husband. He asked why I would tell her that he said it was fine. (laughs) I told him he said it was fine. Then he said how I should have changed anyways, and it's my fault that the two are now fighting over this. I've tried texting her that I was sorry, and if I had known, I would have done it. You are not the asshole. I don't even need to hear any more. 
these people are petty. They should be focusing on their new marriage. If you're going to surprise wedding people, then you can't have everything to your liking. I'm this, sorry. This is the worst part, and this is how you know this marriage is probably doomed. This the marriage last, is doomed. Here's the last sentence. I woke up today, and I saw her and her husband have blocked me on everything. That is sick. It's sick. That is so fucking stupid. Also, by the way, this is a guy, too, Like, which I think adds another layer of, like, this isn't a woman shit? stealing the bride's thunder. This is a man dresses in wedding dress as a joke, following a, your instructions at a of having party. a costume party, here's, not knowing there was going to be a wedding. Here's a general rule. If you are going to surprise somebody with anything, you are not allowed to judge them based on their reaction to that surprise. Yeah. Everybody reacts differently in a situation. This person did not have prior knowledge that this was going to happen. You can't then... Go back and be like, oh, this is against Wait, the rules. The, the gaslighting and like, it's yeah. so funny because it's like, she got pissed, even though the husband said it was fine. And then the husband's like, well, you should have changed anyways, even though I told you it was fine. It's like, and also, why did you tell her I said it was fine? <laughs> this, this is These not going to work. It. Out. It's not going to work. I just love it. I'm like, this poor guy, he was just trying to wear a good costume. To us, a, a party that he didn't know was a wedding. A costume party is supposed to be a fun thing. Who gives a no, shit? No, this woman is sick. She's sick. I'm upset. I'm Who upset too. Fuck? I'm upset. Uh, now I'm upset. I have well, to drive home upset after this now. Neither of these people are the asshole. Mm. But like such good stories. But they're kind of naughty. They're kind of naughty. And uh, I think it's time to hear about some of the naughty things that you people have done. Yeah, naughtykins. Let's get into it. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Hi, I am calling for the worst thing I've ever done. Um, arguably, definitely not the worst thing, but it's up there for sure. So this was when I had just turned 16. So fresh license. I actually hadn't um, gotten my own car yet. Uh, arguably, you know, definitely a spoiled little brat and was begging my parents for my own car, definitely privileged. But before I got that, I was borrowing, you know, my parents' and siblings' cars uh, to get into all sorts of teenage shenanigans, of course. Uh, and one night, I was begging my mom to go somewhere. I can't even recall, probably a boyfriend's house. So I had to borrow her Ford, uh, I it was an expedition, like just the huge you know, tank Ford SUVs uh, that she had then. Um, so I begged her to borrow it. It took a lot of pleading. And she, she did agree after said begging. And I'm backing out of our driveway. And it's a pretty normal driveway. And 
it was at night. Um, not paying attention, new driver, so, you know, mistakes happen. And I hit a car that was at the end of our driveway. Um, and I hit it really good. I'm not talking like little, oh, I, I got your fender. No, 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 no. I like slammed into this car. Um, it was my sister's Volkswagen Jetta, brand new. It was so bad that it crinkled up like the hood of her car. It was really bad. Um, about the same time, my uh, now brother-in-law, but he was dating a different sister at the time, uh, pulled up to our house, and I was just in full panic. What do I do? I don't know what to do. Do I go inside? He said, just hit the gas and go. She'll never know, hopefully. Um, so I took his advice. We swore to see Chrissy, and I left. So, yes, she had gone to Target the next day. She parked. She got in the store. She came back and saw this her headlight was messed up. Both of them were out. The hood was crinkled up. Um, it was just bad damage. And she saw it and thought that someone had hit her car in the Target parking lot and then ran. So it ran, essentially. Um, so I hear about this from my parents, and they're talking about, oh, that's horrible. I don't know why anybody would do that. Like, what a horrible thing. So easy to, like, leave a note or go inside. Um, just really damning this person that hit and run. Um, and it was me the whole time, sitting there, not saying a word, just sweating bullets. I have no idea how she didn't see that the vehicle was messed up the night before when she, like, left her house um, because she also went to a friend's house that night. No idea. I can only assume because it was dark and she was also younger. She just wasn't paying attention and didn't see it. Um, so anyways, they filed for a hit and run insurance and took care of it, of course. I feel a little bit like I then committed insurance fraud because I didn't tell anybody. Um, luckily, my mom's car didn't have a scratch on it, so no one found out. Those tanks are solid. Um, and my now brother-in-law, who was another sister's boyfriend at the time, never said anything. So to this day, I still haven't told anybody. We still joke about it, my brother-in-law. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like our, our little secret. But I think one day, you know, at a family dinner or a Christmas or something, I will spill the tea and talk about the time that I accidentally helped them commit insurance fraud. All right. Well, thanks. I don't really feel that bad about it, but it's <laughs> definitely not the worst thing I've done, but probably the funniest, uh, not so great thing I've done. So love you guys and have a great day. I feel like this is something I would have done <laughs> back then, but now I would have long come clean. Yeah. Like my sisters were obsessed with each other and it would have been like, haha, I actually am the one who smashed your car. Yeah. I mean, is it kind of like the same thing as when I was stealing vodka from my parents and yeah, replacing it with water eventually. that like now it's funny, but like I would have never back in the day. There's some sort of statute on when you can come clean to like family members about something that you Well, did. it depends yeah. on the family member. Not everyone can handle it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You that's know? true. That's true. But like somebody that you know is not going to. That's right. That's right. You. But it sounds like you and your sisters are tight and that they don't care that much. 
I think they got back. They, she's over it. Life is full of little dings surprises. and dents and surprises. <laughs> dings and, and dents. We're all just made up of dings and dents. We're doing our best. So, it's like we're space or, dust. In your case, crumples because you crumpled this car. Yeah. However, but you're not a bad person. Let's be honest. They don't make cars like they used to. If no. that was like a 1957 like Chevy, a boat car, that thing wouldn't have even moved. Yeah, you'd be fine. So I, this isn't on you. This is on the car manufacturers. hundred. Right. You know, so They're you can't people. take responsibility here. It's not your fault. All right. right, you're perfect. We're running out of time, Lex. We've oh. got to hear the stanza. Oh, it's good. But it's several stanzas. Oh, to be. <laughs> another long one. Mm. This one is called, I'm George, am I in the asshole? Okay. On Reddit's stage, a tale unfolds. George Costanza, <laughs> the story he holds. In the realm of, am I the asshole? He posts, seeking judgment, opinions, and utmost boasts. Mm. With trembling hands, he spills his strife, the chaos, the missteps that plagued his life. I yelled at my boss, was that out of line? Am I the asshole? Please define. <laughs> <laughs> he recounts the tales of his failed romance, the blunders, the quirks, the comical dance. I pretend to be an architect, you see. Am I the asshole? Pray tell me. <laughs> the Redditors gather, opinions collide, a virtual journey where truth's amplified. Some deem him guilty, a self-centered mess, while others find humor in his endless distress. George, bewildered, awaits their decree in hopes that absolution will set him free. But the judgments pour in. A torrential rain, a comedic calamity causing him pain. Whoa. With each verdict, George's spirit deflates. The sting of judgment, a burden he hates. But amidst the chaos, a glimmer ignites a spark of self-awareness, a humble insight. (laughs) For in the depths of his flaws, George finds peace. For in the depths of his flaws, George finds grace, a mirror reflecting the human race. The laughter he evokes, the comic relief, a reminder of her own follies and grief. Holy shit. So George Costanza, though often despised, your presence on Reddit, a comedic surprise. You may be the asshole in certain scenes, but your flawed existence unveils life's funny extremes. Wow. A novel. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm exhausted. I need to go take a nap and recharge. Let's give Alexis like a couple days to recover. (laughs) Great job. You get some snaps. Snappies. Bye, friends. Bye. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC.